podcast we're currently working on two different podcasts we're hoping to expand into other genres you can connect with us through our website facebook instagram twitter we even have our own subreddit go to crithippo.com c-r-i-t-h-i-p-p-o.com to connect with all of our social media links this is our brand new podcast and we're trying to get the word out so if you enjoy what you hear please share it with someone you know have listening parties do whatever you think you could do to help promote us if you really do enjoy us that much. We're also looking for any fan art that can be submitted through our email at nat20nat20hippo, H-I-P-P-O, at gmail.com. We'll post our favorite fan art on the website whenever you send it to us. We enjoyed our home games of D&D so much, we just wanted to share it with everyone else. We love sharing our creation and we hope that you guys can share your creative nature back with us. So again, send any fan art or creative ideas, anything, to nat20hippo at gmail.com. We'd love to interact with you. Let's get into this adventure. Kira and Raksha arrive at the market. It is bustling. Uh, I'm back. We also have a two-legged cow. Two-legged cow? Man, he's got some crazy animals. Oh boy. Uh, yes. Okay. Go. Yes. Uh, so, Andraxis spent some time reading about Corral's Nexus, and it talks about how to create a point to travel from anywhere. After trying and failing to observe the information in the book properly, a bunch of the lights in the hallway where Kira, Honey, and Raksha were relaxing. Um, Honey and Kira were licking a book as Raksha stared at them in confusion. Uh, Raksha went to investigate the darkness in the hallway. Uh, I came out to see what, why they were being so loud. Uh, and then the other side of the hallway started to go out. Honey ran off to tell the librarian she got attacked by some, I believe they were books in the shape of fighters. Um, Raksha got transported to another plane and time to her cave. Uh, Kira burnt two of the book fighters to ash, bringing Raksha back and freeing me from a whole person spell. Honey made it to the librarian where she got told that the books were just, uh, they were just, um, like fighting, like books about fighting. And they would come to life every once in a while until you beat their asses. And then they turned back into books. And then we all went back to bed. Yeah. So honey ran for help for nothing and missed all the fighting. I mean, they were pretty tough books, though. So, I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing, necessarily. At least they were made of paper. My specialty. Yeah. Uh, you're a nailed it. John, what did you say about Coral's Nexus? Um, it talked about... Excuse me. Uh, how to create a Nexus point to travel from anywhere. I both is what I wrote down. Hopefully that's not No, that's in, that is incorrect. Oh, okay. It is a all nexus right. point to make all travel come to it. Ah, I see. 
to make all travel come to it. So I can literally make all roads lead to Rome. I mean, not all roads, but a road of a specific type, sure. Right. The inter the the the, the bag of holding roads. But yeah, possibly. Possibly. It could work. And minus one roads. I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't I don't get that one back up. That's okay. All but one road leads essentially is what I'm saying. Oh, that was too N smart for us. N minus one. Oh, she said N minus one? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought she said and. No, N. I I understood what you said, but I... Didn't register it. Yeah. It's all good. What's your excuse, Kayla? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to call her out like that. <laughs> Um, uh, where we left off, I'm pretty sure Honey moved her slightly less than enormous bed into the same room where, um, Andraxis is working to kind of keep guard and relax for the night, mm -hmm. and everyone else went out for food. Andraxis was staying behind, that's why you're helping keep an eye on him. Uh, Raksha and I were gonna go that's get food and bring said. it back for him. That's I what I just that. said. Wow. You said everybody else. Yeah. I I was in my bed, Andraxis is working, and everyone else left. Uh, the Andraxis part wasn't clear, sorry. Wow. <laughs> also, uh, our DM's description of the bed that the room imagined up for Honey may be redecorating our house at some point. I don't remember what it was. Oh. Good thing it's recorded. Was, you can go back and prove it. Was it a cheeseburger bed? No. A race car bed? No. It had like a canopy and like flowers and bees and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't want bees in my bed. Not real bees. Okay. Anyways. Did we go back to sleep after that was over so you can forget all of our hit points and stuff? I think you were sacrificing the night, right? Um... I think that is what you had said. For the rest of us, we were going to go get you food. Honey's starting her long rest, and we were going to keep watch while you worked. That's right, because I was in I was in the box with yes. drawing glyphs on the wall. Yeah, and I think because of that, I wasn't going to start my long rest. I was just going to chill, wait for you guys to come back so that we could actually take turns keeping an eye out. Because if I'm asleep, I won't notice if he needs help. Right. But you were concerned that, that people were going to come back to us and also the box could close in and suffocate you. Yeah. Yep. Fellow concerns. Yeah, so I'm not sleeping yet. Okay. Cool. I'm just chilling. Cuddled up. Talking to the bees. Okay. Are you wearing the bees like a blanket? No, but that's a pretty good idea. Oh, that's a great image. They do like vibrate in the winter to stay warm, don't they? They, like, yes, huddle at do. the center of the hive and vibrate. That's a pretty loud one. Yep, blanket. and they all take turns being on the outside and inside uh, with warmth. That's adorable. Our listeners are learning so much about bees. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just going to spend the time drawing the uh, the glyphs on the inside of the, the box. Mm -hmm. Give me some rolls. What am I rolling? Uh, Arcana. Arcana. 
finally, it's not just an intelligence check where I'm going to roll my poop. Guidance. Oh, you're not in the box with him. Oh, he's in, in the, the box. box. Yeah, he's in the box. Oh, I can't give you guidance then. Um, twenty-nine. You should start to be able to infuse your bees with guidance and like have them land on someone. My God, incredible! <laughs> Mike, get on it. Uh huh. Is that when I'm an archfey? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Isn't that map? That's next level. Yeah, we're at twenty-nine now. Oh. I think you're going to be level 30 after this sleep. Oh, okay. Bless you. So your 29 was uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, you feel these uh, these runes go on pretty well. You think you press on the... Have you done anything else other than just those runes? Um, I, I did want to... I, I guess I don't know how long that would have taken. Um, I did want to, like, take, I don't know, a generic... Uh, I don't have anything written on my inventory, but, like, do I have... Could I get, like, um, just a few, like, regular bracelets? Like, like metal, just, like, iron bracelets? Like, just, like, to, to etch the rune that lets you go through... The walls. Um, I mean, you don't have them on you. You could go get them. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll probably get them after we get done. Get them sleeping. Because mm-hmm. I don't think Andrax has left this library for like three or four days now, so he could probably use some social activity. <laughs> some more. Except John for is in the Sims, your social <laughs> needs going down. Except for his robbery. That's true, but that doesn't really count. You can't, you know, I, I forced that guy into being my friend and then he betrayed me, so it doesn't really count. But no, he wasn't my friend. So He was still rude to me. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm assuming you wanted the bracelets too. No, I'll, I'll get them later, because mm-hmm. I didn't mention it. So for, yeah. for tonight, I guess I'm just focusing on etching the runes, um, that do not let you leave the box. Mm-hmm. It the walls of the box. Mm-hmm. So I can in a way that somebody could not, you know, mess with them. Okay. Well, with the twenty nine, you do pretty good. Probably takes you an hour, hour and a half to do good. five five walls. Am I doing the? Uh, am I doing the lid? Do you ever want to leave this box? Oh yeah, that's fair point. <laughs> See, twenty-three intelligence would know that. I have at least an eleven, so <laughs> maybe. So I'm glad you thought of that. Yeah, that's the thing about intelligence. That's why I play. I give you so much information is because intelligence is. I assume uh, a plus five would be like five standard deviations above the norm, which is like more than ninety-nine point nine percent of the population. So you're talking like 180 plus IQ. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah, so I, I like to think that Texas would not trap himself in this box forever. Yeah, probably not with a 30 or 23, you said? 29. 29 is what the role was, I think. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I meant my intelligence score. No, no. With a 29 roll for Arcana, you would be like, oh, yeah. You don't set the trap while you're still inside it. Right. Way to go, me. Um, so once I get all the things in, I will... Do I need help leaving the box? I don't exactly know how this box works. Um, what did I say it was? Like, uh, what was the dimensions? Do you remember? No. Okay. Like a... Sorry. 20-foot cube, we'll say. Um... So you might need help getting out of the box. Can I? I mean, if we're we're getting ready to go to sleep, can I just, like telekinesis myself out of the box kind of lift myself with telekinesis um what's the weight limit on that like a thousand pounds okay then sure all right cool i didn't know if i would let me double check which side i'm not cheating um, yeah a thousand pounds well it's an, that's object um the creature is huge or smaller i am not huge so i feel like i can i can do that yeah Honey, it's been, it's like an hour and a half. Every once in a while you see his head pop out, grab a breath and go back in. And now after an hour and a half, he's coming out of the box. How's it going? Uh, pretty good, I think. I don't want to jinx it, but I think the inside of the box is, is pretty close to being done. Um, I gotta do the, the, the lid, and then I'm gonna get us all some bracelets that'll let us travel in and out of the box and then you know hopefully the bagman will be trapped in here for you know the next i don't know how long would i expect to be trapped in this box with you know the modifications i've done to this spell that i put on the box with the only modification you've made so far about 10 minutes 10 minutes and we checked me for 10 minutes so I got a lot more to do, but 10 minutes is still pretty good. Because all you've done so far is put off the Nexus spell. You, you have a bunch of other spells. That's right. It'll be a very, very peaceful 10 minutes. Stressful, but peaceful. Uh, do, do those go together? <laughs> I mean, it'll be quiet, but it won't be relaxing. <laughs> I got more work to do. I, I thought I was further along than I was. You know, like all in right, space right. where you can't hear anything, but you can suffocate? It's a very yeah. peaceful, horrible death. It's a lot like that. Not like space without the helmet. Yeah. I don't think Honey knows yeah. of space. Yeah, I don't think I know what space is either. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, I got, I got a lot of work to do. But the inside of the box is coming along pretty good. Yeah, I think there was another spell you were going to put on the inside of the box. Yeah, uh, Forbiddance, I think it was. I was going to modify that so that way if he left, he would just be hurt until he went back in the box. Uh, yeah. Except, yeah. yeah. Now, one, no. you were going to put you were going to put the fortress thing on one side and Forbiddance on the other side, and I can't remember which. The fortress thing? The, the wizard spell. Forbids. That's a cleric spell. Oh, that's the wizard spell. Personal. Uh, what, what is it? I, I don't know. Wow, Jen. Dude. <laughs> I thought I'll have to remember the past few weeks. Try being the DM of a level 30 campaign. 
So, yeah. Raksha and uh, Kira, what are you guys doing in this process? We were going out to get some food. Okay. Where are you going? So, um, I believe Andraxis told us that he wanted to get some greeneries, um, possibly salad. Honey wants um, her usual food, which I believe is like the honey pie. So, I think anywhere where we could find some veggies. I think and Honey said she would eat, like, anything because bears are omnivores. That's true. Um, where do we find this green stuff? What green stuff? Yeah, where can we find green stuff? No, what green stuff? Oh, oh, vegetables. Uh-huh. Probably in the market. <laughs> Raksha's used to ripping things apart and there being blood and meat and she doesn't know what this green stuff is. Yeah, so... One of your party members would know, like, markets are where green stuff is sold. Is there a market around us? I don't think we've mentioned a market before. I think you've walked through a market. I don't know. Well, you know there's a market around here. Okay. We shall go to the market. Okay. Kira and Raksha arrive at the market. It is bustling. Hustling and bustling. Ooh. Where do all these people come from? I have no clue. But what kind of veggies do you think we should get? Do you think the meat kind of veggies? I mean, that's always a, a plus for me. Yeah, I think we had, we should probably get at least use some meat, too. And I know honey's kind of not too, too picky. Where do you think we can find an area? I mean, do we go get your meat first, and then we're well-fed so we can look for food? I don't know how this thing works. I don't think we found any good places to eat veggies at before. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. As we're wandering around, do we see anyone selling vegetables? Yeah, you see a few stands that have different uh, different produce. Anything that looks like maybe a salad type place, like prepared produce? Oh, prepared produce? Uh, there's a place that has like uh, a bunch of raw produce. But then they also have like a, you know, a subway style, uh, like a counter, you know, with a sneeze guard and all. Okay. Okay. What do you think? Do you think we could put together some stuff for them over there? Sure. Let's give this a try. You're going to have to help me pick which ones to put on. I I don't know what he's going to (laughs) want. Well, it'll be interesting. Unless they have some, I wonder, maybe they can just make a suggestion. We say, just throw something together that you like that's a salad-y. I think that would be the best way to go. All right, all right. Maybe we try that. Um, I'll approach the sneeze guard. Okay. And uh person turns around, a Shadar Kai elf turns around, goes, oh, what are you? Uh, I'm Beth. What are you? <laughs> <laughs> if we had a Selena, I'm a bear. Yep. <laughs> We've never served a bat before. What 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 do you have? Do you well, have money? I'm actually uh, getting some food for my uh, elf friend. Cool. And as you see, I'm a bat. She's a wolf. We uh, don't really know how to do this. Could could you like put together some sort of salady type thing that our elf friend would like to eat? Do you have money? Yes. Oh, okay. 
and she turns around and starts uh, just cutting things off of the uh, fresh kept veg- veggies. Uh, she seems to have like an aquaponics uh, farm behind her. Nice. Yeah. It's renewable and everything. <laughs> and um, she pulls off like some kelp looking stuff and uh, some dried berries that were in a bin under the sneeze guard and a little bit of cheese. And then she mixes in a few other, uh, I would say greeneries, but they're more like shadowy, dark green because this is the shadow fell. Interesting. And she tosses that about, uh, pours in a, a dark liquid and stirs it up a little bit. And then plops the, the bowl up in front of you. Oh, wow. That, that's pretty interesting looking. Do you think bats like that too? You're, you're the expert. I look at Raksha. What do you think? Do you think Honey might actually like this one? Or should we go get her a pie? Well, we can get her a pie and maybe do a second one for the three of us to split. Oh, so yeah, we can think, try it. You think you want to try this one too? I mean, can we put meat in it? Um, sure, and she lifts up the, as she's making the other one, she lifts up the hydroponic, or the aquaponic, uh, like, boards, and grabs a fish out of the water. Oh, that could be interesting. I don't know if I found that, yeah, could you make us one more and include some of that fish? That's what I was doing. Well, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, do you want two or three? I think we just want one more. Okay. So two total. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she chops off the fish's head and then uh, skins it and throws the meat on top of the um, salad, as, as we're calling it. Delicious. That'll be one gold for the two. Oh, wonderful. I hand her one gold. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. I'm very excited to try this. Uh, do you have some sort of like a a bag that we could carry this around in? Uh, we don't have bags here. New policy. Mm-hmm. All right. Better well, we'll manage Raksha somehow. All right. Well, thank you very much. I hope to see you again soon. Sure. Come come back with more money. Oh, what? What's your name? And what's your shop's name? Wow, you asked the hard questions. <laughs> Pen marker. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, Zevi. Zevi, I'm Kira, and this is Raksha. Nice, nice to meet you. Stay out of trouble, y'all. What? What's the shop's name? Oh, the shop's name? Zevi's Greens. And greens is written green in like a shadowy very nice black and Green color. and shadowy. Is this like the Stroop test? What's a Stroop test? Uh, you have a bunch of words that are like different colors spelled out, but they're written in a different color. Mm. Yeah, I've seen that tricky test. No, it's not that. <laughs> so, Zevi's greens. Wonderful. I will certainly remember this. Cool. Do you need so a, Do you need anything else? I I don't think right now. Raksha, can you think of anything else we might need here now? I don't think not here. 
All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. All night. Um, yeah, evening. Good evening. Yeah. That's it. All right. So, uh, Raksha, we should get you a little more meat. Some red meat, I think, right? Yes. And a little raw, too. Like, just a little rare. Would be perfect. Yeah. That sounds good. All right. So let's see, uh, can you smell any somewhere around? Do I smell anything, Mike? You smell like, you do smell like farm animals. You know, like if you were at a petting zoo, that smell of goat poop and whatnot. Oh, wonderful. Um, <laughs> we will head in that direction. Is it a petting zoo? I don't know. We'll, we'll we will go out. and check it out. Okay, you head in that direction, and you you see a bunch of animals penned in. It is now, isn't it? I didn't say anything. Okay. <laughs> go back to your bed, bear. Better be careful, or Lena will go to bed. You better traumatize some children, Raksha. Okay, back to the bat and the wolf. Nothing, nothing to, should we just wander around? And do you think we should still get a pie for us all? Or you think this yeah. salad is good? No, I think we should do a pie. Is there anything else that you would want? Oh, I think the pie and trying this salad will be perfect for me. Okay. So are you going to the, uh, the, the farm animals? Or? Yeah, we're going to go check out the farm animals. Okay. So you go and you come up to a, a like a, it's like three, three little tents wide. And on either side is a bunch of animals. And in the middle is like a, a table with a guy standing behind it. Hi, hello. Do you have meats? Of course we have meats. Look around, little one. And you're like, well, uh, you're, like a, you're like a foot taller than this, this <laughs> elf. <laughs> name's, so, name's Moshil. This is my brother Ushil. Uh, the farm. Nice, I like it. Have you ever heard the song? Moshil uh, and Ushil had a farm? No, no. That's new to me. Lots of animals to eat, very delicious. Come buy our meat. Hmm. Can't say I've heard it. Oh. Well, I'm gonna fire that ad agency. Oh, we're new to town. It may not be their fault. Also, I'm a bat, and uh, she's a wolf. Yeah. I see that. You ever, uh, thought of being part of a farm? Uh, no. We were part of a circus once. We don't need to be part of a farm. Thank you, though. Oh, okay. So what do you want? Meat. Raksha, what do you want? Meat. Okay. So you're not here to pet them. You're here to eat them. Yes. Great. Is that allowed? Yeah, certainly. With the right coin, sure. Um, what, uh, which preference? Well, what kind do you have? Um, we got a six-legged goat. I think it's a type of bug in some countries. <laughs> oh, you mean insect? Yeah. I'm an insect before I'd know. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so maybe maybe the bat would be interested in the six-legged goat. Um, we also have a two-legged cow. Two-legged cow? Man, he's got some crazy animals. Have you ever heard of these? This, uh, the cow's really balanced because the legs are like in the middle. Is that picture is really disturbing. You, <laughs> yeah, you, you ever see one of those dippy birds? You know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Nope. Okay. Well, They're those like desk toys. Yeah, the desk toy that's a dippy bird. It, it like leans down and then and leans it drinks, back up. It drinks out of a cup. Oh, okay. That's uh, similar to this cow. Yeah, the mental picture is just not helping. Okay. Yeah, she gets off balance if we don't milk her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could see how that could be the issue. (laughs) Uh, We got some abyssal chickens. Abyssal chickens? Yeah. Well, I'm not talking to you. You're not here. Sorry, I'm not there. Oh, what do you feel like, Raksha? I'll stick with the cow. A two-legged cow? You got it. And he uh, walks over to the uh, the tent to the right and hooks a rope around the two-legged cow. And then it comes out just like lumbering. Does it hop? No, no. It walks on two legs. It's... Like people. Yeah, imagine... He thinks he's people. Did you ever see uh, Star Wars? You ever see uh, ATST, the chicken walkers? Okay. I've never seen Star Wars. Except, except it's a what? What? <laughs> <laughs> except it's a cow. Okay. I'm just gonna See. remain being lost. All right. I was thinking about how motion works with like our hip joints and stuff, and getting very confused. <laughs> there's, there's. So you know, like sometimes when people are extremely overweight, they have like a swing to their walk. Yeah. To, because to help the, the weight move, that's kind of how this cow's walking. So it's very yeah, heavy on top, and its legs compensate with balance by swinging like that. No offense to anyone who's overweight, but that's the only picture I can think of. So, does he, like, kill that for us, or does he just give it to you and you just bite into it? <laughs> Do we have a new pet? Well, if it becomes a pet, honey's never going to let us kill it. Yeah, this is true. We'd have to take it outside the city now. You want me to kill it? Do you, do you cook this up, or um, is how does this work? I won't cook it, but I'll butcher it. And all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> I mean, Roxy, you wanted raw meat, right? I mean, I guess I could kill it. Uh, put it out of its misery quicker. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Wait, here in front of all these people? <laughs> I mean, I don't exactly have a, you know, a, an OR. <laughs> I mean, can't we do something a little humane and, like, take it with us? Sure. Go ahead. So we will take the two-legged cow and how much? Uh, two gold. I hand over two gold. Nice. And he takes the two gold, and he pockets one coin, and gives one coin to his brother. I'm glad Honey's not there. (laughs) I think Honey would be very disturbed. So here's your cow. Okay. So I think we still need the pie. 
I, I ain't got no pie for you, Wolfie. Well, I'm talking to her now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. You're welcome. Bye. Have, have a good day. Hope it gets you better too. for you. Well, all right. We've got some meat. When you say that, the cow goes, huh? <laughs> Where do you want to, um, you know? Well, if we, on our way back, we can see if we can, like, make a detour somewhere a little more private to, you know. I feel bad for killing, for, you know, wedding in front of all these people. All right, well, let's find a quiet place then. Do we want to get the pie first? Yeah, sure, we can do that. I think that's not a bad idea. So Raksha's gonna drag the cow and we're gonna try to find a <laughs> pie. Okay. You guys know at least one place that has pie. What was it called? Because all, all that's coming to my head it... is Uncrustables, and that's not it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I can't Hold remember. on, I have to scroll past all the titles of the books. Uncrustables would be a terrible pie shop. It'd just be raw yeah. dough. No, uh, I don't know, because be I don't like, like the crust on a pie. Yeah, I was just thinking, pie without the crust, just filling. Sounds perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, we could make a crustless pumpkin pie, Becca, and just eat all the pumpkin. Yes. <laughs> The crust stops here? Yeah, that's that sounds right. Crust stops here. Why does that not sound familiar to me? This is like the third time you've heard of it. I know, that's why I'm confused. Alright, let's uh, head back to the crust stops here. Okay, lead the way. Okay, you guys. Right. You guys can pretty easily find the crust stops here. It's a little uh, difficult getting there. The two-legged cow... Doesn't move so good. We work our way there. Okay. You come up on the crust stops here. It smells very familiar and delicious. Oh, man, I've missed this place. Let's uh go get ourselves pie. Do you want a pie, too, or are you okay? I think I'll be okay. I will head inside, then. Okay. You head inside. There's the um, Shadar Kai elven lady who's... Served you multiple times now. You're back again. Hello again. It's me. Yeah, I don't often have bats come in here. Well, I've had bats come in here a lot recently, but they're all you. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, been in town, need some food. Your food is so good. I think so. So do I. Uh, so... I was uh, wondering, could I get another one of those tropical fruit pies with the fruit flies? And also, you remember my friend the bear? Um, I think she had like a honey lavender pie. Do you have those yet? Yeah, yeah, I have those. And she pulls down two pies of differing colors. So it's like one of each of the two pies? Yeah. How much for the two pies? Uh, I don't remember what I was selling for. What's that? We're down for mine somewhere. You have what written down? You keep cutting out when you say it. Uh, Ten silver. Okay. Twenty silver then. Two pies. All right. I entered two gold. Oh, yeah. Silvers are gold. 
I forgot about I always forget about that. <laughs> she says to you. Well, that's okay. I remember. Well, I mean, it makes it easier, uh, you know. Less things to carry around. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it. I'm sure you'll see us again. I have a feeling that is accurate at this point. You've been great customers. I am very glad to hear that. You've also been a great supplier of delicious pies. Thank you. I try. Well, thanks again. I'll see you later. See ya. And I'll head back out. Alright, so we should probably, um, you know, I kind of nod my head towards the cow. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Lena drew that. That's a very good picture, but still the mental image of the two-legged cow. That's why I needed to draw it. I need to <laughs> exercise it from my brain. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll take a picture for Instagram. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, so what are you guys doing? Uh, you know, the, the thing with the cow. Okay, where are you, where are you going to do it? We're not gonna do the. We're not gonna. We're gonna do an off-scene death, but I need to know where you're gonna do it. <laughs> um, is there like a little like private area between where we are and like the library? <laughs> uh, the, you guys pass some alleyways. Okay, we choose an alleyway. Well, I choose an alleyway. Okay, you go down the alleyway. I'm gonna assume you're gonna do your business. Yep. Uh, it is a mess, not to get too graphic or too specific, but you come out of the alleyway with your, um, your, your, I don't know, what is it, a carcass at this point? I feel like probably, this episode is going to but be But her mouth is probably dripping with blood. Mm, very likely, very likely. Was um, she able to take one hit? That wasn't our cat. Um, yeah, Raksha could easily kill a, a two-legged cow in one hit. I'm actually kind of concerned if she could have being a level 29 dire wolf. And a fighter at that. You guys are sitting in the, you know, in this alleyway, and there was just pained, horrible, mooing sounds coming from the alleyway. It's weird, it kind of sounds like a cat. <laughs> it does kind of sound like a cat. <laughs> the sound effects provided by whatever cat that is. It's not our cat. No, it's my cat. Oh, uh, it's Nissa. It's Nissa. She's a miserable child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was getting concerned when no one was speaking up that it was their cat, so I'm like, well, I don't have a cat. <laughs> or do you? I don't have a cat either. <laughs> Did that cat jump on the Skype call with us? What the hell? How <laughs> <laughs> to get our number? I, I promise you, I am call. not a cat. <laughs> oh yeah. No, you're a bear. No, no, no. The the judge at that hearing, what was it last year? Yeah, yeah. Where he turned on the filter and made himself a cat and didn't know how to turn it off. <laughs> judge, I I assure you, I am not a cat. I'm actually here. Okay, so you guys head back towards the uh, library, I guess. Raksha's very excited. It's been a while since she's killed something, so... 
She looks at Kira. Do I have anything on my face? I mean, there's a, a little bit of blood, but, you know, you did just slaughter that cow. Yeah, you two get some looks as you're walking by Raksha with a, you know, like when you see a cat with like a, a squirrel or something in its mouth. Raksha, it looks like that with the cow, kind of. Is there like, oh, did we just leave that carcass there or did we like throw it away in like a trash can? <laughs> oh, did you just eat the carcass in the alley and come out without the cow? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't really have arms to pick things up, so it'd be just dragging it. But I would think I would try throwing it away. I mean, a dead thing in an alley is kind of creepy. Oh, yeah. Th- I mean, there was a dumpster in the alley. Yeah, she would have threw it away. She okay. would have been at least somewhat civil. Okay, so she has her fill in the alley. She comes out, mouth covered in blood. Um, <laughs> as you guys are walking away, you hear like a, the, the squeak of a door. And you hear a scream from the alley. Oh, God. I think we need to walk away. <laughs> Something maybe seems weird. Uh, as you're walking through the streets, everyone's looking at you, Raksha, like, take, giving you a wide berth. I mean, as they should. Should. I mean, are they inviting us just because you slaughtered a cow? That seems kind of, I don't know, like, I thought, thought we had maybe some friends in this place. Well, maybe they'll feel better once we wipe, or I wipe the blood off. I mean, I am, an, like, we are animals, and, like, this is how we eat. So, I mean, it shouldn't come as that much of a surprise. It's the circle of life. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you'd think they would know enough, but what are you going to do? So, and they think we're uncivilized. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make your way back to the uh, library. Raksha covered I'm- Blood. I'm immediately going to the bathroom so that way Honey does not see all the blood. Okay. Um, as the librarian sees you walk in, she goes, Oh, Lord! And then uh, tosses you like a roll of paper towels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Rapture kind of just looks at the paper towels and it's just like, How? Thanks. I mean... Good luck. Please try and keep the bathroom as you found it. Raksha will pick them up with her mouth. <laughs> okay. Raksha. And attempt, or go to the bathroom and then attempt to, uh, I don't know. I feel like someone should help her. <laughs> Kara. <laughs> I, I try to do what I can to help. <laughs> okay. So, um. Thank you, Kira. I do what I can. I mean, I'm still just a bad not always easy either. <laughs> well, at least you kind of have things, like, you can grab things. Other appendages? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my elbow just does not bend that way. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could have put them in between my paws, but it's not like I'm off the face action. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll be alright. We'll manage. I guess we should join everybody else now. Probably. We might be getting extra hungry. Yeah, and I will return the remaining paper towels back to the librarian and say thank you. Uh, thanks. And you see her, like, unroll, like, a few cycles of the roll just to throw in the trash. Well, I mean, that seems... Shouldn't she have, like, kept them? Or at least waited until we walked away. Yeah. (laughs) 
did she think I did with them? I don't know. Like there were there were some drops of blood still left in, and they were soaking through. So she was clearing those, but clearly you're offended by this. <laughs> I mean, blood never hurt anybody. I mean, not that I've ever heard of. I mean, losing blood hurts, but the blood itself isn't painful. It's not poison. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, so you guys have this conversation as you walk back towards the room. If you enter the room. Yes. Okay. Um, you uh, you guys enter the room. You see Honey on the bed. And you see Andrax is standing outside of the box. Looking a bit deflated after he thought he was way farther along with the box than he thought he was. <clears throat> hey, Andraxis, look what we found for you. Yeah, uh, what you got? What's that? Uh, we give him the salad with no meat. Fan, it, it, it's, a, it's a sandwich, too? No. No. But I thought, oh, I thought they went to the subway and got, like, a salad on, on, on a sandwich. No. <laughs> no, it's just, okay. a, it's a salad in a bowl. I just used subway as the example for, like, the sneeze guard. Oh, alright, cool. I was, I was really excited about the, the sandwich. Um, I'm still excited about the salad. But the cousin of the sandwich really had Andrax excited, but that's okay. Uh, so thank you so much. This is, this is, this is just what I needed. This is fantastic. I can, I can get some, some vitamins and, and not just protein. Uh, this is going to be good. Thank you. You're welcome. It seemed real good. So, uh, Honey, we got a second one that we could all try to split in, and this one's all for Andrax. And I got your pie! Ooh, thank you. Uh, Honey will try to control herself, but it's going to be hard, so you better uh, hop in here if you want any. Um, on, on the salad part? Salad. On everything. Oh. Oh, I'll start grabbing a little bit of the salad to try with the fish. Yeah, I can't tell you what that tastes like. I don't eat salad, and I don't eat fish. I eat tuna on my salad a lot. It's excellent. Okay. <laughs> Salad's just, it, you know, it's good depending on what's on it. I'm, I'm usually happy with salad. Supposedly, so it's uh, excellent. Yes, I'm very content with my salad. Delightful. Good, I'm glad. We could always go back there. We got the name of the place. Zebby's Greens. It was owned by Zebby. She was very confused to see a couple of animals. Yeah, I get that. But uh, people have to get used to it. The world's progressing, man. I know. That's why that's how it is now. But thank you for the salad. I really appreciate it. It'll be a good, uh, good, good brain food. Good. Hopefully it'll help you get through the rest of this night. Man, I'm so tired. I'm so sore. Yeah. Cool. So, I guess... What are you doing, Andraxis? And does someone need to be on watch? Because Honey has been not sleeping this whole time. It's true. Um, I think I am probably... I don't think I have to go back in the box just yet. Since I got done, um, I will start... Uh, oh, I, I got your, your the, the private sanctum thing. I forgot all about that. Sorry. Um, I will... Start trying to, um, I guess I have to go find a, if there's a spell scroll of that in the library that I can, uh, copy down. 
Um, and then I can start trying to figure out how to work that. Uh, I'm probably going to have to cast that unless I can figure out how to change the duration. Bottom one hanging out with the box every day for a year to make it permanent. Um, I guess the first thing I would do would be to go ask the librarian if there is a spell scroll of Private Sanctum. Oh, of course. We have all the, the best wizard spells. Oh, perfect. Um, can, I, uh, can I borrow? Can I, can, I, can I rent a cop? Check out a copy for a little while? Uh, yeah, I, I think we could arrange that. Perfect. Um, I'm just going to be in that in that back, one of those back uh, research rooms. And I'll, I'll take that, and I'll take the scroll, and I'll just kind of head on back. So if you need anything, you know where to find me. Okay. Don't, don't mess up the book. No, I, I won't. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very careful with made books as I can, as I can be, so no worries about that. Yeah. Sometimes uh, wizards who are stupid, uh, I'm not saying you are, I'm just saying stupid wizards, they go to make notations on their new spell, and they accidentally make it on the uh, book, and that's not great, because it, it's a lot to clean off magical ink. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's tough. I'll make sure to, um, to be, uh, you know, as careful as I can be. Yeah, that's good. We're running out of magical erasers. You have magical erasers? For the magical ink. Oh, I didn't know that. It makes sense that it exists. I just didn't know that it, it, it existed. Interesting. Sir, I think you're getting too close to the brand name. I said magical erasers. Yeah, no, I know you said magical erasers. Okay, good. Just making sure. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I didn't know that magical erasers... I haven't seen one before, so I didn't know that, that was a thing that existed. I mean, when's the last time you've been to a library? Uh, that's a good point. You're right. Uh, anyway, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll let you get back to whatever you were doing. I'm going to go be very careful with this book and not write in it. Okay. You see her just stamping in um, books that came in through the bin last night. The returns. I, I will leave her to her business. And I'll head back to the room. I'm going to spend some time. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm cautious to ask because I don't want to, I don't want to like, you think I'm setting a precedent. Is there a way that I can extend the spell length from a day to like where I don't have to come back and recast a spell every day? Uh, yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not going to cheese every other spell in my book by doing this. So I don't want to, I don't want to set, set that precedent that I'm going to be like, every spell can now last forever. No, I think um, a side effect of, like, the Nexus is it also, like, stops time. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's very handy. So it's almost like a space, a place outside of space and time. Okay. And so, lucky for you, that stops the timer on your spell. So I have to get the Nexus going before I can, before I cast this spell, I have to at least get the spell going. With, with, with the next day, with, with 24 hours of casting Private Sanctum. But yeah. I guess the first thing to do would be to then research how to create a nexus point to this box so that all the all that demi-planar travel leads to here. So you would just have to finish off the, um, the, the entrance. Right. Um, I thought that was just making it so that you couldn't 
leave it. Not that I was making the Nexus come to here. Is that what I was doing? Yeah, yeah. So in the beginning of the book, you you recognized like you could direct the flow of the dimensions, and then later in the book, you recognized you could like create a single a singular point where everything connects and. If you direct all flow in, nothing gets out without some kind of power. Okay. Um, and so the way I'm thinking your intelligence would tell you is uh, the way I always play it is your spells don't affect you. So your private right. sanctums limit on interdimensional travel and whatnot would not affect you. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, so I'd be able to be able to leave. Yeah. Um, okay. So, knowing being able to leave is good. I am... The, the Nexus is being made in this box. Like, I just got to put the last clip on the lid, but I want to wait on that because I don't want to trap myself in the box by accident. Um, do I have to carve the Forbidden Glyphs into the box as well? So I think we had decided that would go on the outside. Okay. And the uh, inner sanctum, or the, you know, private sanctum would go on the inside. Okay. So basically, uh, the Forbiddance would cease its ability, this creature's ability, to ever leave the, the box. Once you cast it, like, what, 30 times, or a year? Uh, yeah, I believe so. There's there there is a um, yeah I have to I have to let's see so one of the things in my notes was that I'm using um, diamonds to make the spell more powerful instead of using rubies. Mm-hmm. It's just so I can read up on that again. Yeah, if I cast it thirty days in the same spot, it lasts until dispelled. Okay. Uh, so that's being cast on the inside or the outside? You said uh, the outside was for forbiddens. Okay, so that that's casting in thirty days shouldn't be that tough. Uh, after thirty days is up, on the last casting, it does consume the spell components. Just so you know. Okay, I think so you already you, have the spell components, though. Right, but I, I'm just saying that casting it, you know, every other time it does not consume them. It's just the last time that does. Right. Um then I guess I, I'm going to start uh, uh, working Private Sanctum into, into the inside of the box, too. Okay. Um, I'll try and do that tonight, and then after that, I'll have been working for, like, three, uh, an extra two hours, probably, and then I'll have Andrex go to bed. That way I'm not, well, you know, into the exhaustion to get this done. Private Sanctum's a level four spell. And right. it, I don't think it's a necro- necrotic spell, so it'll take you eight hours to learn it. Oh, that's right. Okay, all right. Well, I guess I'm up for a while copying the spell down. Eight hours um, in, what, 400 gold or something like that? Yeah, I'm going to have to... Oh, boy, I, always, I, I totally forgot about needing gold. Um, you thought you were going to cheese my encounter? Ha ha! That's the puzzle. I just forgot. Uh, Alright, so... Time! That's the puzzle. Yeah. Man. 
I did just, I don't know if I want to go back into the town, because I did just steal a lot from a guy not a very long time ago. I'll just ask the group, does anybody, um, I gotta copy down this, this spell into my, into my spell book. And you need bracelets. And make some very nice bracelets. They're friendship bracelets, actually. Not, not lying, they actually are kind of, I am your friend and I'm making you bracelets. Um... But to copy the spell to my book, does anybody have about 400 gold that I can... I'm down put? below 400 now. Because I don't think I have any. I mean, I think we still have some stuff we can sell, though, right? Yeah. I uh, still have gold. I have 63. <laughs> wow. I have a lot of gold, so we can use that. <laughs> Dope. Um, yeah, I... Um, oh, we're in the library. They have, they have their magical stuff. Maybe they have. I'm gonna go. Um, maybe me and Raksha can go ask the librarian if they sell things to copy down magical to copy down spells with. Because I feel like they have everything else. They may as well have that too. Yeah. Because I need I need the um, 400 gold worth of like magical ink mm. or whatever these specifics are. It's like magical ink and, and, and high quality paper or something like that. Yeah. Um, would you mind, um, do you uh, walk me to the librarian, Raksha? I guess. Well, and then you can go to bed because I'm going to be wearing set down for a very long time, so. Okay. She was very rude earlier. Was she? She was. Wasn't she, Kira? Yeah. I don't know. It's like Somehow feeding yourself is a bad thing? Oh. What? And I was trying to be polite and clean it off. That's not cool. I'm really, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully she'll, um... I think she's getting tired of us or something. I mean, we've basically been good. We just, like, started a few fires, but, you know, we put them out. It wasn't really our fault. Yeah, we got attacked by their books. I think we asked too many questions. She said we needed to start finding books on our own. Oh. That's it. They're getting a bad review. I don't know if they have... <laughs> I, I, I gotta leave a review. <laughs> Just write down a nail to the wall. <laughs> it works for me, though. Uh, well, let's go talk to them really quick. Maybe they'll be... Now that we're going to pay them a bunch of gold for some of their supplies, it will be a little bit less rude to us. Okay, let's go. Um, and I'll go ask the librarian, I'll say, Hey, I know I was just here. Um, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Uh, do you happen to um, have components to, like, copy down spells? Do you sell magical ink and, and like, a high-quality paper here? Yeah. I buy like 400 gold worth of, of, of that so I can copy this spell into my book here. You got a library card? Uh, <laughs> I actually, I think I did get one because I, I, you gave me a book earlier. Oh uh, yeah, you're book. right. You do have a library card. I remember uh, processing that one. Uh, you get a 10% discount with a library card. Really? Yeah. Then you know what? I'm going to, we'll donate the other 10% to the library. That is wonderful of you. Uh, that'll be 400 gold then. Uh, you know, everyone thinks the library, uh, books. But, like, really, books are really cool. Books are really cool. And, you know, if, if you support your local library, we do nice things. 
Who says ugh, books? The kids. The kids these days. They're just running around. Ugh, books. You're not here, so why am I talking to you? She <laughs> <laughs> was their iPhones and that iPad. Yeah. If I can't write a review, they can't have iPhones or iPads. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Jason, we'll, we'll uh, I'll ask Kira to give them the the four hundred gold. And I'll no, I, I I don't have four hundred gold. I have less. I have the wrong animal. <laughs> Rock uh, just glares at you, gives you the side eye. Really, you still get us confused. Eyes. Unless unless she can read my mind, I didn't say it, but I did think it. <laughs> Can you uh, Raksha smell thoughts now? No, Raksha's, Raksha's been confused enough times with Barry and with Kira. So, like, when someone looks at her and goes, K- Raksha, she she catches it. <laughs> I see. I, I, I mean, I'm... Barry's at least a little bit more understanding. Two murder machines, but, like, sweet little Kira, who can fly. That's true, you're right. I'm, I'm sorry, I... I... I mean, Barry can fly for about six seconds when she teleports into, when he teleports into the sky, 60 feet. Uh, I'll give Andraxis the 400 gold. Okay. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I'll, I'll pay the, uh, the library, um, and then we'll, I'll, I'll gather up my supplies, and we'll head back to the, uh, to that research room. Hopefully. Uh, ha- have fun. I hope you're enjoying your library privileges. Oh, we will. Thank you. You haven't? You haven't been? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought... you. Oh, yeah, I have been. Yeah, it's been a great time. I, I, we did get attacked by some books a while ago, so that was kind of a bummer. We didn't know that was going to happen. Oh. Um, oh. The, uh, oh, it is. It is after six o'clock. Um... Yeah, yeah. I forgot that- to warn you. Every once in a while, like um, the martial arts books get out and they attack. You're yeah, saying this is like usual occurrence? Yeah, like every day. And it's not just if you feed them after midnight. No, no. <laughs> you guys should probably put some signs up. Uh, usually, I'm on my break at that point, but I don't know where uh, Halvi is. Uh, she was supposed to relieve me. Is she missing? I don't know if she's missing. She just hasn't shown up for uh, her shift to take over up here at the front desk. So I can, uh, you know, usually by this time I'm up there to take care of those books. Oh, I see. Well. Um, it's kind of how I learned uh, combat. They are they are very tough books. So, you know, I get it. And she like... Leans on her back foot with a, you know, like one of those teacher pointers as like a rapier. And you feel intimidated. Uh, I do. Do I feel intimidated? Uh, you're <laughs> like, you're not a fan of like uh, thin, switchy type implements. The, the villagers back in your old life used to, you know, try and chase you off with those types of instruments. Raksha growls. <laughs> she puts she puts it down. Whoa, girl. Whoa. I thought we were cool with the uh, the paper towels. Uh huh. Short. Okay. 
Well, have have fun. Have fun with your ink and your paper. Uh, we are, and then I'll I'll go. Okay. No, I'll say I'll talk to Rock in the back. There's books that happens every night, and they don't they won't have any signs up. I know that you know. That just seems irresponsible. Yeah, I agree. This isn't a proper way to run a library. Because they were, those books were really like really strong. Like they're they're gonna hurt somebody. I know it took me a while to get that one down. I'm just glad that they're not mad that we had to burn them all up. Well, yeah. we also neglected to inform them that they're two books short. But really, when something's gonna attack you, like you're gonna get rid of it. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't think we're in the, I don't think we're in the wrong at all here. I, I, you know, if if their property attacks other people, we're allowed to defend ourselves. Is all I'm saying. I agree. <sighs> well, anyway, hopefully that this is that doesn't happen again. Because man. I'm not leaving the room. <laughs> um, so we'll get back, and I'll just begin to copy down the uh, the spell. Okay. Like I said, it takes you about eight hours. If we said it was six o'clock, that puts so, you... I'm sleepy. Two o'clock in the morning. Yep. And you still have to cast the spell yet. Yep. And you have other spells yet to cast also. Yeah, I think I'm just going to copy this spell down then probably yeah, then he might go to bed and, and do all the spell casting when he's not um, like dead tired. Because I feel like spell casting while you're exhausted is probably a bad idea. I don't know. Like you, you shouldn't spell cast sleepy. Hmm. On a side of the academy. Okay. So you're sleeping? Um, no, I'm, I'm copying on the stall for now. Yeah. Two in the morning? Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's up when I get done? Who's awake? I think we were going to take different watches, so I guess we just figure out how we want to break up watches. I mean, honey was fine taking first watch, if that was okay. Okay, honey took first watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the second watch, then. I guess I'll take the last. Okay. So it's probably either me or Raksha up then, I guess, at that point. Okay. So, Kira, make a perception roll. Mmm. Excellent. Excellent. That's a uh, good old uh, four. Okay. (laughs) You don't notice anything. I'm just so tired and beat up. Our time in the library's been really rough. Mm. Raksha, um, give me a perception check. Uh, 18. 18? Okay. You don't notice anything. Perfect. And uh, Andraxis is crawling, or coming up from the, the desk he was resting his eyes at. As he finished the spell. Yes. Um, I say, uh, I'll say, uh, this real quiet, like, because people are still sleeping. Hey, Raksha, I'm, uh, finally done copying that spell down, so I think I'm just gonna, I, I gotta, I gotta go to sleep, but I, I can't. 
Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, being alive and all that. This is this is torture. All right, I want to go. I want to go to sleep. Where at? Uh, well, is there no more room for a bed? Kristen Tunney brought her bed in here. You could probably uh, fit a cot. You could probably share. I mean, I'm I'm used to sleeping on like a dirt floor, so I'm happy with a cot. <laughs> well, I guess we're alive now. That's true. I'm giving. I'm looking. I was looking over at Lena. I'm like, wow, he can share. Wow. Listen, if Honey told the Bear King no, I'm pretty sure she's not interested in anything. Okay. For that, so I probably I like to think that I would just be like, oh, it's a pretty big bed. I can go lay in that bed too. So I'll just I'll summon the cot. I'll call for the cot, and then I'll, you know, I'll just lay there, and I'll ask for a pillow and a blanket, and just kind of, you know, lay um, down. If Honey notices um, the struggle to fit a cot in. She'll have the room make her bed smaller to give you more space. Perfect. Um, I'll also conjure up, if I can, if the if the room can call up a little pillow, like like a like a because <laughs> I don't know much room on the cot, like a dog bed sized pillow, so that way dirt has somewhere he can lay down that's comfy. He won't clatter around on the stone floor as much, damaging his bones. Yeah, the room gives dirt, like, uh, uh, right now at Costco, they're selling, like, a Lazy Boy dog bed. It's like a dog yeah. couch. It's, like, 200 bucks. So that's what the room gives dirt. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, I, I got I got a cot with a blanket and a pillow, and I'll get dirt, like a, like a, like a nice bed. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to go to sleep, and I guess I'll wake up around 10. Okay, honey, do you share your blanket? Do I have a blanket? Do I have enough bees? I mean, if they're interested, they can share the bee blankets. I'll just break off a segment of bees and send them over. And Draxus, how do you react to the bee blanket coming to you? <laughs> um, it's just... I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, Draxus has seen Honey's bees for a while now. Um... But as like a swarm approaches, um, they're like linked together though, and are like floating towards you like a blanket. <sighs> so it's a magical <laughs> buzzing carpet. Yeah, pretty much. And like, Honey's oh, not even paying attention anymore. She just like rolled over and pulled the bee blanket a little closer. Um, then I guess uh, Andraxis would just like. Lay very still as to not damage or anger the bees, and um, though I guess everybody in the party has really good hearing, so you just hear Hendrax just kind of whispering to the bees, being like, "Sometimes I can I can roll over a lot when I sleep, so please, please be careful." The bee that's closest to you uh, holds out an arm, and it's like a little thumbs up. All right. All I can think of is the scene from Step Brothers that says, like, uh, I hope you sleep real still, because I'm going to put a rat trap between your legs. <laughs> um, and I imagine after uh, a short time of, of still panic... Uh, it's the, real warm uh, panic, though. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's very warm I mean, panic. And Andraxis, you can say no thank you to the bees and they'll leave. But it's very warm and the buzzing is becoming comforting. Okay. If it's it helps, they don't have stingers. Oh, they don't? No, they bite. That is somehow so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to think about it, and I was going to listen to the very nice buzzing and the warmth, and I'm just going to go to sleep. They, they're humming a lullaby with their buzzing. This is the most coordinated blanket ever. Yeah. And I'm going to go to sleep. And okay. I'm asleep. Okay. You have a pretty good sleep. Uh, you went to bed about, what, 2 a.m.? So you can't wake up till probably like 10 a.m. I mean, I can wake up, but I just won't be as rested as I should be. You can't wake up. (laughs) Is it another book? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Alright, I am now asleep. Good luck, everybody else. (laughs) At least I'm done watching. I'm going to cop it on some of these these session notes while, while I'm sleeping. Yeah, Raksha's been watching since, like, uh, a little bit before 2 a.m. So, I don't know how long that six Raksha would watch. There were only three watches, so I guess she stays for, like, six hours. Well, I guess we would be up, though, in the morning, like, at that point, because we started ours way earlier than him. Yeah. Well, he never had a watch. You guys were watching. Right. So we were dividing it up, so we probably started to go to bed well before he was even thinking about it, so we were probably up maybe like regular like 8 8 a.m. or something, and Rock was not just up alone watching. Gotcha. So about 8 a.m., so six hours later, Rock's is there, and uh, Andraxis is still snoozing away under the bees. You guys are now level 30. Lena, what I will say is you can't make friends with all your bees. You make friends with every queen bee. Every queen bee can form a pact with you. So however many hives you have, get the bonuses. For level 30? Yeah. Was all of that in relation to level 30? Because I thought I was already friends with all the bees. No, like there is a pact that you can form. You are an archfey now at level 30. Every creature that you form a friendship oh, pact with. I understand. You needed to set a limit. Yeah. So you can be the friend of I every be queen bee. I can be the friend. Which, if you've kept track of how many hives you have, you can have. call them forth. Have them uh, pledge their fealty to you. Um, I believe we had a meeting of the queens once. You could probably call that. Where I became empress. You could probably call that again. Mm. Mike. I just want to make a hundred percent. He walked sure. away. He he walked away. Oh, okay. Um. So, guys, what I get here is I can form pacts with friends, and so the spells I cast on my friends have double the range. Um, effectiveness on beneficial spells that I cast on friends is doubled. Does that mean if I cast like a healing spell, it's double the healing? I guess. Um. I can use a reaction to cast a healing spell when they're, when a friend is struck in combat. Yeah. I get an extra health for every creature I have a friend packed with. And for all of my friends, 
You get the cantrip friends at level one. So friends means people who have devoted themselves to you. Ah. Uh, are you going to devote yourself to me? <laughs> so only two people in the party right now don't have a patron. Mm. Raksha has a patron. I mean, I wouldn't expect them to pick me as a patron. That's kind of weird. You have the ability to uh, undo a contract, I believe it says in there. Mm-hmm. So, Raksha could switch to you. It depends if she wants to give up the benefits she has. Mike, can I clarify my ability here? Sure. So, um, it's I now have a whale. Once per long rest, I can release a mournful whale, which has no effect on constructs or undead. All other creatures within 30 feet that here must make a constitution saving throw. Um, on a failure, a creature drops to zero hit points. On a success, it takes um, 3d6 psychic damage. Half of those hit points can be dispersed among allies within 60 feet. So my question is, uh, it says all other creatures within 30 feet, not enemy creatures? Uh, let's bump it up to 60 feet, and let's uh, make it all creatures of your choosing. Okay. So all creatures of your choosing within 60 feet who fail the saving throw are reduced to zero hit points. And all uh, all successes are take three what three d six did I say? Yes. Yeah, you can probably up you can probably up that to three d twelve. Okay. To roll twelve. Three d twelve. Yeah. I never get to roll twelve d twelves. <laughs> well, now you can. Awesome. <laughs> and just so everybody knows. Allies within 30 feet of me gain advantage in attacking your enemies. Ooh. We'll have to definitely remind each other of these different things. Yeah. So, Mike, what does it mean, or Selena, or John, I guess, too. Kayla, I'm going to assume maybe you don't specifically know. Uh, if, like, we follow Honey as our archfey choice. You would gain the benefits of her quote-unquote friends, which means... Okay. What? She would gain some benefits from you being her follower, and then what benefits would they gain? They get the cantrip friends. They get the ability to cast good berry mm-hmm. once per day, and they can feed a good berry to a friend as a bonus action. Okay. Okay. Um, I was just making sure. I feel like this is the type of thing where in video games all the time, I'm like, well, I can't make this choice now. This seems like a really major part of my story. <laughs> That's what I was asking. I have another question. Yeah. I didn't write it down, but we had the two weeks where we weren't doing anything while Champion was off reviving. Would I have put a hive in the Druid Grove? Yeah. Because I didn't have that written as something I have. Yeah, you would have one. I just didn't want to, like, change it without saying anything. Because that sounds like cheating. You were there. Now, if you were like, oh, yeah, and then I went back to all these five places in the material plane, then I'd be like, "Mm, I'm not sure you did that. So that gives me 16 hives. So you gain 16 HP. Well, I have to convene the Council of Queens. Yeah, which isn't difficult for you. While Andraxis is still sleeping, I will become a bee bear, Mm -hmm. go into the hive staff, and convene the Council of Queens. Okay. And they will pledge their fealty to me. Yes. 
So now I get 16 points. Mm-hmm. What are all the hives you have listed? Um, the Temple Mechanism, mm-hmm. the Dryad Queen, the Bear King, Melchior, mm-hmm. the Orcs, the Mountain Queen, Kira's Home, Dollhurst, which is the Floating Rock Village, mm-hmm. Fulton's House, who was the Naked Gnome, mm-hmm. a swampy area of the Shadowfell, Andraxus's Hovel, Direfall, Downstairs Pyrefall, the Shiphold, South of Direfall, and Druid Grove. Okay, you have about three in the snowy section of uh, the Feywild. Because when you were... You sent a few bees off. Only because literally I edited that episode last night. You said I sent a few bees off during that point. Okay, so I have 19 then. Yeah. And if Andraxis or Kira wanted to um, follow you, you would have two more. Up to them. It is up to them. I don't know. Andraxis is unsure. He's also sleeping. I mean, there's also time to make that decision. True. I imagine you're going to have to probably tell us, like, hey, guess what, guys? You can now do this to me. Probably. Uh, (laughs) Andraxis is level 30 ability. What was it, John? Uh, it is, oh, I just had it up because I was reading it. It's called, uh, Bountiful Harvest, when me or one of the undead, of my undead, and the life, the energy is channeled to me as a fourth of the health, like, at a fourth of that creature's max HP, I can give it to me, an undead, or an ally within 60 feet. So, so I can heal people too, but mine's a lot more gross. Yeah. So he steals the life force from anything he or his undead kill, and a quarter of that health goes to him to disperse within 60 feet of him. Cool. So we can all be doing a little bit of boosting each other, potentially, here. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's only at one time, but... What is it, once per day? Uh, once per long rest. Yeah, so... It's too powerful to do more than that. (laughs) It's pretty... You're basically the the extreme of a... You're the banshee goddess. Yes. (laughs) Badass. And I'm the archfey of friendship. Mm Mm-hmm. And Raksha is the archfey of battle. We all become more in tune with what we are. (laughs) Pretty much. My last uh, level 29 ability... um, Uh, whenever a creature that's been damaged by my undead dies, becomes a it becomes an undead under my control. So I'll finally nice. have a, yeah. a, a, a good everlasting horde. I think. Yeah. So like zombie rules, basically. If uh, John hurts something and it dies, it's his now. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh my god! All right. So this is not a planned thing. What happens if one other group gets a paper cut? They take one damage from me because they're gave... trying to incorporate us all. <laughs> then yeah. So like, what if that happens? Like, I get Raksha a paper cut by accident, and then when she ends up dying, she does. She comes back as a zombie. Yeah, that's possible. Oh shit! All right, so that's like the Midas. So touch. like, when he accidentally hurt us while he was building the box. Yep. Yeah, and then yep. if we would have died fighting those books. But that's only but that now. that was before. Yeah, that was yeah. before. But I was using that as an example. If he did that now, yes, when you die, it's like uh, the the Walking Dead, where basically everyone has the virus, and when you die, you become a zombie. So, that was my last level ability. 
So that might still be in effect because the 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 bountiful harvest was the uh, the health thing. The thing where something gets damaged and it dies was last level. I mean, you could probably now that you know this, you could probably uh, heal it or dispel magic, kind of thing. So I can I can cancel it. It's not like a not like a well, like that minus touch. Cursing, he touches his own arm, but he turns himself into gold. Yeah, no, you're at a high enough level where this isn't a curse. It's a benefit. Okay, cool. Then, oh. as soon as I'm awake and I realize what's happened, I will kind of I'll try and do it discreetly so they don't think that I'm being shifty. Um, just kind of, oh. I mean, have we ever thought that of you? Kira and yes. Raksha always yeah. think that. Because I don't want I don't want to get you know. People don't think that I'm, I'm doing anything untoward. I mean, so Honey makes the, the bond with the bees. Mm. And when she comes back out of the hive, I just want you to know what she looks like when she becomes a bear bee. Huh. It's basically a little tiny black bear with little wings and, like, antenna, but still a black bear. No, it, like, sounds like <laughs> I was assuming, like, painted yellow ever. stripes. I mean, yes, there are there are yellow stripes, but they're not like real yellow stripes, so uh-huh. painted works. Yeah. She looks like she's wearing a costume. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. She had to dress up in order to meet them. <laughs> so like your classic blurst cosplay. Mm-hmm. It's like blessed and cursed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she comes back out of the hive, that's what she looks like. That's all. Uh cool. <laughs> I'm sleeping. I have a nap. You what? So I'm sleeping. I can't. I can't comment on the bear bee. <laughs> Honey, you look amazing. Uh, it's like you were meant to be a bee, a bee bear, a bear bee. Um, at Kira's comments, Honey will land on the bed and like strut a little bit, like on a catwalk. <laughs> but it's just a wrinkle. In the sheets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> buzz, buzz! <laughs> and then do the three snaps. Sure. Okay. Um, but then she'll turn back into a bear. And she'll uh, tell Kira and Raksha what just happened with the bond. Mm-hmm. Guys, you'll never believe this. But I can do some really cool stuff now. But you have to pledge your fealty to me for it to work. And I explained. Yeah. Raksha recognized that as the same thing she has with the Silver Knight. That, that's pretty crazy. Do, like, we have to, you know, like, worship you and stuff? No, we're friends. Oh, so, like, we're already friends, but we become better friends. Be friends. I mean, I do like to be friends. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like it's just the natural progression of us. It's All up right, to you. Me your friend. Um, okay. So you get the benefits then. I'll make a, a feat that basically gives you Goodberry and friends the cantrip. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, can... I gotta pick one last spell at this level too, which of course is always fun. <laughs> yeah. So now I have 237 hit points. Well, I mean, Raksha's immune to fire and Champion's gone, so you could use a Meteor Swarm, or you could use, like, Wish or anything like that. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I guess without Wish, some that did come in 
you know, we're going to be saving another kid, too. Uh, well, what you do know about that, uh, Kara, is earlier on, Champion kept referring to it as true resurrection, but what he was actually casting was resurrection. And mm-hmm. Honey has the ability. You've seen Honey cast resurrection on a bee. So she should be able to do that part of what we need. She could. Um, if anyone happens to think of something that we may definitely 100% need moving forward, looking at a last spell, please let me know. I definitely will. I'm, I'm, I'm looking pretty hard at my spell list. Well, I'll look more at, you know, at it more yeah. later. I'm looking pretty hard at my spell list myself, trying to figure out what to take as my last couple spells. Right. Otherwise, I'll take something that's like fire or lightning related or, you know, screaming related. <laughs> <laughs> Are there many screaming related spells? Well, I have Psychic Scream, which is very fun. Yeah, it's the ninth level scream spell, so she kind of already has them all. Yeah, that tracks. So basically, uh, Wish is any eighth level or below spell, which would include Resurrection, but it would include basically any spell, but there is the chance that you lose the ability to cast Wish. Right. You have Teleport, right? John? Yes. Okay. I'll probably pick my I'll probably pick my last spell over the course of the the next you know. I will we're... probably need to do that as well. That's fine. But if there's something like you see that like you think between the two of us we should have, now I'm a sorcerer, so I can't have all the wizard spells. But you can definitely let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'll, if, if I can think of anything, I'll I'll definitely reach out. And I will make a note about wish and meteor storm. So you guys cast, John, you have cast, um, what's it called? Oh, yeah, if, if, when I wake up, I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm going to spend some time casting Private Sanctum on the, uh, the outside of the box. So that's nope. not, a, that's not a ritual, right? It, it consumes a spell slot? Private Sanctum, uh, I have that pulled up still. Private Sanctum, it takes 10 minutes to cast, but it's not a ritual. Okay, so it consumes a spell slot. That's on the inside of the, of the box, too. That's the, you, we, you said that was, like, the, the, the box, like, stops time inside of it, so that would be the inside of the box. Okay. Let me also do my, 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 my new hit points, too. Oh, yeah, good call. Should probably think about rolling that one. The final roll. Will I break 200 is the real question. Have you not I'm broken 200 yet? I'm at 192. You're oh. level 30. <laughs> so if I roll real low on this. Can I give her my inspiration if she why rolls she's real low? so squishy. I will let you give her, uh, what's it, guidance. Becca, take a guidance. Is that a plus to it? Uh, yeah. D4. So it's a pl- plus D4 to it because you are following honey. That makes sense. I feel very hale in this moment. Oh, okay, not bad. I rolled a six to begin with. I have a plus one to con. Nice. So that gets me 199. <laughs> so let's take the guidance. Two. Guess what, guys? I'm at 201. Hell Woo! yeah. Congratulations. And without that guidance, you still would not have 200. <laughs> yep, isn't that ridiculous? It would have 
one away. Oh my goodness, that would have been really funny, but terrible. So you're 201. That's pretty perfect. Yep. yep it really is. <laughs> That's pretty I on mean, track. with everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what are you guys doing this morning? Well, I had the uh, Council of Queens. Yeah. Oh, the Council of Queens? Yeah. Man, that's awesome. She talked about this before. It's when she goes as the Empress Queen to all the oh, queens. No, oh, it's not what it's called. Yeah, it's called the, it's called the Council of Queens. Um, Part of me wants it to be a bunch of drag queens, and I would love that, but I'm going to let it just be bees. Well, I'm just going to... Um, Cast Private Sanctum on the inside of the box, then. It'll okay. take 10 minutes to cast it on the inside. Good. Also, am I able to kind of put the like the, the spell, like, like lifts into the wall so they can't be messed with? I think, yeah, you can put the spell glyphs into the wall, and you could probably draw, like, people who are immune to this effect, specifically your party. Oh, okay, so I can, I can draw, like, okay. Then yeah, I'll definitely put my um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put them in there so that way they're not affected by this. Okay. I want to leave a hive in the library. Done. Okay. That's seventeen. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. I just thought of it while I was walked away. <laughs> while you were being. Let's see. I I just feel like I would like to be able to come here again, and if I have a hive here, that's very easy. Mm-hmm. Can be helpful for any one of us to have Absolutely. that connection through you. It's true. Alright, so I got private sanctum cast. I have 24 hours to do the. So, I, I need. Um, uh, my John brain needs help figuring out an Andraxis brain thing. Okay. So I have to. Um, I get the Protestant cast on the inside. Would I be aware of the next, the next uh, event that should take place? Would it be that I do forbidden on the box, or would it be that I um, put the uh, the last of the Nexus runes on top of the box to make sure that um, you know all all those roads lead into this box. So um, you would know, like, when you put the last of the Nexus runes on the box, like, that's yeah. when everything is connected and forced into this box. So it's essentially opening... Like, if you built a dam and then opened a chamber within the dam that only... The only way for things to get through the dam was through this chamber, and basically once they entered this chamber, they were trapped... That's what would happen if you put that last symbol on. I see, because I remember that I also had that book, the Shadow Binder, which I which I could use, um, but I don't know if I need to anymore. Do I need to still? It's possible. Depends what you want to do with it. It it would bind Bagman to a plane, but I need to get to his skeleton to do it. Which I can't get to until he shows up. And what's the so, casting time on that? You it you didn't give me one. Well, who's the it was planar binding, right? I don't know. You didn't give me the you, all, all I knew was the book was called the the shadow binder, and that I could use it like what I know from the book to 
um, trap the bag man. I didn't know there was a spell associated with that. I feel like I probably would have said or associated with planar binding, which is a one hour cast time and it's a 24 hour duration, but inside it would be forever. Right. All right. But I need to get the bag man's, uh, you know, skeleton. Yeah. So basically because it wouldn't, the, the spell planar binding only allows Celestial Elemental Fae or Fiend. But if you had the skeleton of the Bagman, you could probably do this. Okay. Uh, do I need to spend any time, like, reworking the spell? Or do you think, or what I know by now, um, having spent the last, I don't know how long it's been, like, almost a week, like, four, three or four days in here... How like trying to figure out how to rework spells? Would I just be able to figure that out, or should I would I need to spend some more time reading so, the, like the, the the book? So you've already read this part of the book, which is basically with this spell, you attempt to bind a celestial, an elemental, a fey, or a fiend, or if you have the corpse of it, the undead, to your service. You must create. The creature must be within the range of the spell for the entire casting of the spell. Uh-huh. Typically, the creature is first summoned into the center of an inverted magic circle in in order to keep it trapped while it is the spell is cast. Right. Um, at the completion of the casting, target must be must make a charisma saving throw on a failed save. It is bound to serve you for the duration. If the creature was summoned or created by another spell, the spell's duration is extended to match the duration of the spell. It has to follow your instructions to the best of its ability. You might command the creature to uh, accompany you or on an adventure, to guard you on a, a location, or to deliver a message. Creature obeys the letter of your intent instructions, but if the creature is hostile to you, it strives to twist your words to achieve its own objectives. If the creature carries out your instructions completely before the spell ends, it travels to you to report this fact if you are on the same plane of existence. If you are on a different plane of existence, it returns to the plane where you are bound where you bound it and remains there until the spell ends. Okay. And so, typically, the duration is 24 hours, but because this area is spelled the way you spelled it, uh, it is infinite. So, I could just tell him to sit here and not move until the end of time. And pretty, would just do... pretty much. Okay. Um, it takes an hour to cast, and he has to be within range the entire time. Within so, 60 feet, and it, revert, it re- requires an inverted magic circle... Which you would have picked up from the magic book that you had read on modifying magic spells. Okay, so I, I know that spell already? Uh, you probably would. Uh, let's see what level it is. I think it's level 3 spell. Yeah, it's 3rd level. So either you know it or you could learn it pretty within the next 6 hours at most. Give me a d20. A d20. 
You do not know it yet, but you know you could learn it in the library. Yeah. Well, knowing this, then I will go. I'll go get that spell. I'll go back to the library. I'll talk to the group real quick and say, I think I have just one more spell to learn, and then we can hopefully successfully trap the bagman in this box. Forever, we're um, gonna have to figure out how to get the the child soul. Hopefully, he throws that. I don't. I'm still working on that part. So, planar binding is a fifth level spell, which is a thousand gold, and you need a thousand gold to cast it. Oh, we need two thousand gold to cast to cast this spell. Pretty much. Okay. Um, oh, we still have more stuff that we can that we can sell. Um, so I, one, I'm going to go, I want to get those, I want to get some just generic, like, bracelets, like nothing super special for the, so I can put the runes on there so the party can leave the box. Yeah, probably like, uh, five silver would, uh, pay for three silver bracelets or three iron bracelets or four, sorry, four. Uh, me, Honey, Rock, Shakira. Yeah, that's four, I think. Yeah. So you probably get four iron bracelets for like five silver. Yeah. Um. While I'm while I'm out, I'm gonna see if I can sell just like one more thing um to somebody so that I can afford to buy and then copy down the. Uh, planar binding spell. Um, I have a sensor of controlling air elementals, which I think is probably, excuse me, uh, probably uh, rare enough that I can get a sufficient amount of money. But it's rare. I think rare is. Rare is. One second. One sec. Rare maybe is worth this five thousand or more. So the the sensor of controlling elementals could be worth five thousand. So even if I only get a half price for it, that'll still be enough to get what I need. Um, yeah, I think you probably get uh, the first thing I googled. So you get about half, which is fifty thousand gold. Huh? Yeah. It's worth fifty. No, it's probably worth double that, but you are in a bind and they are taking advantage. I thought it was 5,000. Okay, yeah, I'll take 50. No, the one thing I saw said 100,000 gold. Okay, yeah, even even more fine. I'll take the 50. It's way more than I thought. So, yeah, I'll take the 50 for sure. Okay. And then we'll go back to the library with, you know, Renewed vigor that I have fifty thousand gold to spend, and um, renewed vigor but slower speed because you're encumbered. Yeah, burning a hole in his pocket. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go back. I'll be like, hey, I got. I I to copy on a uh, fifth level. Sorry, a third level and a fifth level spell. So I'm gonna need, you know. More of that uh, magical ink, and um, yeah, that's gonna take you about sixteen hours, my guy. It's magic circle and planar binding. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, yeah, if I could just get, you know, like 800 gold worth of uh, uh, magical ink and paper. You got it. I know there's a 10% discount, but I'll give, you know, I'll give the rest of the library, obviously. We appreciate your business. And, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll do all that. Um, can I have the, the, the scrolls or the tomes for, I, I have Magic Circle, actually. I have that one. So I just need a scroll for planar binding. Yeah, um, she pulls out a book from the returns. Yeah, it, it just got uh, brought back. Honestly, here you go. Oh, perfect. That's that's really convenient. Um, I'll I'll take that back to the room that we're at. Okay. So I come back into the room with a like a large, <laughs> some giant bag of gold coins that I did not have when I left. Um, and you're moving a little slower. Yeah. Uh, I'll say I look. I did not rob anyone this time. That sensor that I had, that little. The little thing that could control air, air elementals was worth way more than I expected. So now we have a lot of gold in case we need it. Yeah, the party remembers. They they had that for a long time before you came along. Oh, they, they did? I thought, they, I thought I got that when I was here. Never mind. No, no. It, it belonged to them. Oh. It was marked for sale, so I hope we talked about it before. If we haven't used it by now, I'm sure it's perfectly fine. <laughs> We haven't run into any air elementals, so I like to imagine it's probably okay. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it, personally. Yeah, it's, it's very specific. <laughs> you need an air elemental to, like, to really, you know, bother with yeah. it. All we of a sudden, a tornado kicks up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so much worse because of all the gold they just got. <laughs> they could, like, grading shri- shrapnel. Um, Alright, well... I guess I'm gonna spend the next the next day copying down more spells and then making those bracelets. I'll do the bracelets first. Okay. That seems quicker. I'm just gonna copy down the runes that let the party um, travel through the nexus freely. Okay. You like do so. And then I assume you would test it against the uh, runes you had carved inside the box? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. You recognize it is able to resist the runes. Perfect. Then I will copy it on the rest. Okay. And then I'll kind of hand them out. You could probably finish the last rune from within while wearing this bracelet. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do it. Then I'll, I'll finish it up. And then I, I leave the box, and um, I make sure to test each bracelet before I before I leave, so I shouldn't mess anything up. They all seem to work. Perfect. Um, then I will leave, and I'll hand them out to all of my new friends. I don't have bracelets for all the bees, honey. I'm very sorry. They're I don't I couldn't get. I'll be a lot of time. Also, very small that the carbon. Um. When you, if you were to enter the box at this point, you would recognize like the only the staff is what you have a connection to. Not the bees. Anything beyond this one hive, you have no connection to inside I mean, of this box. I would box. assume if I was planning on going into the box, I would leave my staff on the ship. Mm-hmm. Because we were already told about 
like the pocket dimensions and we couldn't bring our bag of holding into the the vault mm-hmm. and honey would feel this is similar enough that she wouldn't want to risk her staff mm-hmm. so if that is the case honey will want to leave her staff somewhere safe like the ship okay if i understand she's already not carrying her bag of holding so if i understand like what what what's going on correctly you might like, I might be able to bring her staff in because the runes should stop anything from... The runes and the the, the, the layers of spells that are putting on the box should stop anything from leaving through magical means, except for us, because we have the, uh, the bracelets, and I, I put our names in the in the spell. So you, you he shouldn't be able to leave through your staff, even if he wanted to. Is that I mean, right, or am I wrong? If that's correct, and if Andraxis explains that to her, then she wouldn't need to put the staff away, but... Well, she I want to make sure that I'm not, like, super wrong before I bring it up to Honey. So, I, I, I was checking... I want to check with the DM, too. Uh, make an intelligence roll. Oh, man. Alright. You don't get to know everything, my guy. <sighs> this one might be good. Oh, okay. That's uh, uh, 18 plus 6. 24. Okay. Yeah. You, you're you pretty sure. Yay. Then I will make, I'll explain that to Honey Black. I think you might be okay. I'll explain why I said that. I'm not going to say it all again. Okay. Can I uh, save the game right here and then respawn here if I don't like the results? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you feel more comfortable, you can you can leave your stuff out, but I don't know what your staff can do entirely. If it's going to be very helpful, then you might be able to keep it. But if not, then you can just, you know, you can leave it out in the ship or whatever. I mean, if I'm only going to have a connection to one hive, I feel like it won't be as powerful. So I'm not sure yet. Let me think on that. Okay. Um, well, Andraxis is going to spend the next, you know, like... 10 or, or however long it is, 12 hours copying down Magic Circle and planar binding into his spellbook. Mm-hmm. And um, I will fix the, I believe, that's out of the group that I think that was all I need. And then, you know, we can try and trap him in here. But, uh, Definitely be prepared to fight. I feel like we're going to have to, you know, beat him up a whole bunch. So that way he's weak enough to actually be trapped by, um, I mean, we got, we got to weaken him before we spring the trap. That is all I mean, just because of him being stuck in here. But once it's in the box, I'd be able to get out. And we'll be, so what's to my as far as I know, this is also a, a John thing as far as I know, once we get done the, the box, he'll be, he'll have to go in and he'll have to work around the rooms to get out somehow. Um, but we're going to have to go in and, and you know, finish the, the trap and figure out how to, uh, how to get the, the, magic, the magic circle going and the planar binding. We're gonna have to go in the box with him while we, you know, while I try to trap on him. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, at least you would have to go in, 
Uh, because you created the bracelets, any of your companions can also go in. And I would definitely ask them to come in. I would hope they wouldn't just be like, all right, goodbye. <laughs> no, honey definitely wouldn't just ditch you. You're my considerate. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, think, I think we're really close now to, to, to getting trapped in here. I think we're, I think we're on the home stretch. I mean, that's good. We've been in this library a long time. This has been about a, uh, a whole week of library, and I'm very sorry to say I have to copy up the spells for the next like 12 hours, so it's not going to stop anytime soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. We have a bunch of scientists in the game. <laughs> I, I it's all good. Oh, yeah. uh, so, but once I get this done, let's we're gonna go from. Is that reference for 0 to 100 in D&D? So how fast do horses go? Like 30 miles an hour? Or it goes 0 to 30 real fast. Because uh, we'll, we'll summon the bagman and we'll have to, you know, to beat him up and then trap him. And then hopefully we'll be able to get you, your, you know, the, the, the child so I think you came here, you know, all those date, all those weeks ago, like three weeks ago. Yeah, cool. That is where we'll stop for this week.